Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spoilist, game not Gamelist. Oh, no. Oh, uh, you were already. so close. Uh, a podcast brought to you by Gamelist, but this is Spoilist. This is this is where we're talking we're talking crazy here. It's going to be pretty freeform. We're not going like a bunch of structure. We're not going to recap the entire story for you or anything like that. I'm sure we both have some notes and some things that we want to discuss, but mostly this is just a nice, safe place to discuss things on the internet in a world where, you know, we try very hard on our podcast to respect spoilers. This is where we let it all hang out. And that's, I think, the important part to note here. So, yeah. without further ado, uh, I'm Jake. This is Colin. We talk about Colin. video games on the internet. Let's talk about some right now. God of War Ragnarok. Alright, no spoilers at the first. At the first, Let's just talk about, like, this game and if you liked it. Like, I yes. adored it. I... Yeah am in awe of it. I compare it to a Marvel movie. I compare it to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Fuck you. It's... Fuck you. Dude, there were a couple times during Sonic where I was like, alright, whoever's played this have been playing fucking Outer Wilds. There's literally a bunch of like Outer Wilds influence and like even... I don't want to say like Easter eggs, but like callbacks too. Like it's really wild. But anyway, God of War Ragnarok, I compare it to a Marvel movie. It has the climax of a Marvel movie, the score of a Marvel movie, I would even say. And it plays out like pure fucking Kino, man. Uh, how do you compare this game to, I guess my question is, how do you compare it to God of War 2018? Better. Better. Right? A lot of like, the same, no doubt. Better. A lot of the but same. I think that's the it, main critique is like this game is a lot of the same, but I don't think that's really a fair critique because it's more uh, finding yeah. what worked and then like embellishing it. It's it's a it's a perfect evolution. It's not a revolution of the genre again. Right. Like they did that with four. Um mm -hmm. this is this is like polishing everything. Yeah. Um, it's insane insanely yeah. good it is a top three game of the year for me as of right now no doubt and for you it is number one game of the year baby i game love it year. i respect it i respect it um yeah. all right let's jump in let's just jump into spoilers so biggest surprises in this game first surprise uh, yeah go ahead go ahead Playing as Atreus, right? Atreus being, like, his own playable yeah. character. Not as mm -hmm. fully featured as no. Kratos, but very much, like, a fully animated character. I think the biggest surprise about Atreus is not so much, like, how he plays. It's that God of War 2018 made it such a point of, like, here is a 25-hour adventure where the camera never leaves the shoulder of Kratos. And there was almost, like, some separation anxiety when you have that shift, like, going yeah, to Atreus and then not having Kratos by your side felt fucking wrong and weird. And it was done yeah. perfectly that first time, too, because yep. Atreus was doing something wrong and weird as you controlled him. And you didn't have the choice but to accompany him on this journey and guide him over to yeah. Freya, which is Freya, the second big surprise. Freya yeah. is another Atreus. Yeah. Like, you have... Freya is a full counterpart, a full side character with her own abilities. Yeah, when, uh, her own when skill Atreus is, is not there, it's mm -hmm. Freya. Um, yeah. Which, you have to get a little ways into the game to get Freya to not hate you anymore. Um, 
I think that but, was a fun turn. They did that at the right time. Yeah. There was enough of absolutely. like Freya. And you know what? The marketing was good on Freya too. They had her pitched as like, people thought she was going to be like Mr. X following you around this fucking place for the whole time that you were there. But instead yep. that resolution comes like a third into the game. Um, yeah. On a really good mission. That All that Vanaheim stuff was really solid. Uh, yeah. Where they were trying to figure out their differences. I think all that Which stuff. Which like, my well. favorite, my favorite key art of this game is actually, uh, Kratos and Atreus on the sled with Freya coming in from the the right side, which ended Have up being the fucking art? opening scene, dude. The opening scene. I they did such a good job marketing this thing. I can I only recall have a little one... bit of a gripe. Okay, go ahead, continue your thought. I don't mean to interrupt. Well, my my, I was gonna say they did a good job marketing it without spoiling it because I all right. Yep. So I'm gonna disagree wholeheartedly. There, I cannot believe how much trailer two gave away trailer two shows scenes all Actually, the way up to like two hours before the ending of the game i should i should correct myself i've only seen the first trailer no that's not true you've seen the second trailer we watched it together oh did we yeah the trailer with the jellyfish and the fucking tree oh i don't i don't remember the jellyfish yeah. in the trailer it was at it was at like a playstation the last like oh. playstation Fucking showcase. I just, I just must have missed this completely because I yeah, don't remember. Yeah, it, it shows scenes all the way to the the furthest thing into the story that it shows is that spark of the world scene where you're fighting the two Valkyries, which is deep, man. I do, I do remember seeing two. That's Valkyries. fucked up That's to right. show that. I feel like where I was like kind of was... expecting that the whole time, where to the point of like I'm basically yeah. trudging towards the climax of this game, and I turn the corner from Moosefulheim. Moose into that spark of the world, and I go, oh, this is the place where I fight those two Valkyries. Like, that sucks. Oh, um, see, I... I get I it. The spectacle was really good, but I think there's, like, some moments that I wish I would have had not revealed to me. Um, that was the first time. It reminded me of, like, how I don't like to watch... I mean, I usually don't get too butthurt about, like, video game trailers spoiling things to me, but yeah. this one definitely had a feeling of, like, oh, I've seen this. Like, that would have been such a knockdown, drag-out moment to experience that jellyfish without having seen it already in the trailer. Yeah. See, I... I guess this stuff just, like, passed my mind, because I remember seeing the two Valkyries, and there was always this tiny thought in my head of like oh there's probably two valkyries here somewhere but my mm. thought was is that would be like the 2018 and how the valkyries would be like optional fights so i wasn't yeah. really thinking about it and i i definitely did not recognize the environment at all um because like the only things that i really remember from the trailers were freya attacking you i remember watching atreus shoot the bow and the day change which is pretty yeah. late in the game also, um, uh, yeah, also a fucking insulting thing to show, if you ask me. Yeah, and I remember... They showed a lot of their spectacle, and I think it worked. I think it got people hyped up, no doubt. But it did soften some of the experience for those who watched it, I feel like, when you See, watched I, it in the game. I guess it didn't soften it for me, because I just didn't remember that much. Well, that's awesome about your short-term yeah. memory. It is great. <laughs> I I have the ability to just wipe things I don't care about. Um <laughs> But no, I, other than that, I didn't get any spoilers, did you? No, 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 I was actually really satisfied, I was talking about that on stream today, um, playing Jack and Daxter on stream, by the way, I've been trying to scratch my platforming itch, but, I saw uh, that, why are you not playing Sly Cooper? Sly Cooper only streams on PlayStation Plus, fucking stupid. Okay, you can stream it, it's fine. No, that's not fun. No, Anyways, continue, tight controls. Continue. Um, 
They're pretty tight. God of War and Sonic. I beat them. I beat God of War in five days. I beat Sonic in six days. It's day... <laughs> Excuse me, listeners. It's day, huh? it's day seven um, right now since Sonic came out. And I managed to make it through like the two, for me, most important video games of the year without having them spoiled whatsoever. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So let's... I'm trying to think back to God of War. I want to so start. Of I want to talk a little bit more about surprises. There's a couple more oh. surprises outside of yeah, okay. Freya and Playable yeah. Atreus. There's a couple other companions that are really interesting. Um, yeah, so there's Sindri, Thru, Thor's daughter, Sindri and Brock. Yep. Yeah, Sindri Both. and Brock. Really cool. Um, I Thor. love Brock. There's Thor. Thor. There's a couple that are Thor. kind of companions where they are there, but you don't have control of them. I think the. Two that we Sindri and Brock, you actually like hit square to have them do things. Yeah. Which is like they're almost like a full companion. They don't have a skill tree or anything like that. There's nobody like Freya or Atreus outside of those two. Um, but Brock and Sindri are kind of like this, I guess, C tier, and then there's like a D tier one too, where Thor will follow you, um, Angraboda will do the same thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then is there Angra anybody Boda. else? Uh I think that might be it. Yeah, I think that's about it. Which, um, Angra Boda, she has the most beautiful attacks in the game. It's just like puffs of like colorful yeah, dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I've, I've heard some people griping about her section in the game where you're in the Ironwood, saying that it dragged on a little too long, but I disagree. I think that that was a, a fun section, and I was yeah, intrigued uh, at the story. It was pushing me along. I was turning pages in the book at that point. I was like, all right, let's keep it, let's keep it rocking in the free world. Yeah, I enjoyed, I, I, I enjoyed the Ironwood section, um, which is the very start of the game got me because freaking Fenrir died oh yeah Fenrir's thing was fucking I I played the the opening like six hours on stream and I was trying to be a brave boy but I was over here like oh dude I I played this entire game off stream um through the story at least uh and I'm glad I made that choice because um it deserves all of your attention uh, mm. But it's freaking Fenrir dying, and it it hurt, made me hurt because I would like look over and I'd see the my payoff, dog looking at me. The payoff of Fenrir and, in the end, yeah, is so awesome. So when when Fenrir came back uh, in Gorn's body or mm. Garn Garm in Garm's body, um, it was great. It was great, sure. and I was like, it makes sense because Fenrir's like a, supposed to be like a giant wolf. I, I was pretty yeah. sure, um, and. Uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. There's so much to this game. Like it yeah. was a journey that From, I tr- um, trucked through. Let's let's continue on surprises. Mm-hmm. Third weapon. Ah, yes, the drop near spear. Pretty cool. Awesome. I really fun. enjoyed using it. I was impressed. I thought yeah. that I thought that I could never like anything more than, than the, axe. the axe. And to be honest, I still like the axe more. But pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Um, did the you find so the axe to be like? I think in the last game there was something about like, I don't know. The blades of chaos seemed a little nerfed this time around, where I feel like they were more impactful. You got them halfway through the game, and I think because of that they came a little juiced up, where it felt like this new powerful weapon that you got. So the blades of chaos always kind of seemed better. The fact that you had them off of the jump when you compared them to the Leviathan Axe, for me, I just kind of favored the Leviathan Axe the entire game. I just like the mechanics of the Leviathan Axe. I, in 2018 and this one, I never really used the Chaos Blades, and, and except for the enemies where I have to use it for. 
Um, yeah, um, I, I would I mostly use those axe. I would mostly just use the axe for my general combat, and then I would switch to the other two when they were required, or when I just wanted to pump out their abilities. Yeah, I'd go exactly. leave them on cooldown, move back to the axe for my hacking and slashing, which seemed yep. reasonable. Um, yeah, one of the things like early game that I switched up was I traded O for X in the menu, which I have never felt better about in my life. Uh, to to dodge. To dodge with O just feels so right, and to pick up things and jump with X feels with so right. X. I don't know why yeah. that was switched, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't wrap my head around it, and I realized that, that that's odd. what I did in the original God of War as well. So my first two hours, I was sloppy as fuck, just like, why can't I pick uh, it up? Why can't I jump? And I realized it's because I hadn't switched them yet. And it's like, that, literally, that, that's an option in the menu, is you don't even have to go to your controls. It's on the first page when you go to your settings. It is literally swap O and X, question mark, yes or no. And I was just like, Really? Yup. Yeah, no fucking I, question. I wish I, I had done that. I didn't even think about that. Normally, I just, uh, I just, oh yeah, I see it right now. Wow, I yeah. have the game pulled up right beside me. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I didn't even think about that. Normally, I just kind of adjust to the controls. I no. wish I had have done, made that change. Yeah, it's awesome. It makes it makes such a fucking difference. It controls much more like every other standard video game. I'm unsure why that's the default. In fact, um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of the things that we liked. How did you like? I think one of the coolest things that's different from this game from the last game is that the last game was very much like a globe-trotting adventure. You went home once or twice for one reason or another, basically middle of the game and end of the game. Um I loved having Sindri's house. Yeah. At the World yeah. Tree. I loved like having a like hub. a home base where I could go back and see everybody and catch up. Um it's where I did the vast majority of like my I guess I guess you kind of um what's the name Tears Temple in the the Lake of the Nine in the first one uh -huh. is yeah. somewhat your home base like that's where every time I was like I need to go to the Smith that's where I would go I would travel into the center there in Midgard but um in this one the World Tree just being like uh, I'm gonna go do some upgrades I'm just gonna go to the fucking World Tree just makes sense to go there yeah Loved it. um Sindri's house was great um I. It felt like this entire game kind of felt like a heist, almost like you're gearing up for a heist. And yeah, it had a little bit of that. Wrong. Like we're putting together a team. <laughs> yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I I thought the the choice to show Atreus's point of view so often was a great decision because otherwise I would have just been pissed at Atreus the entire game. I would have been like Atreus, yeah. why are you doing this? Um, but I think making him playable and seeing like his point of view for his actions uh, gave us a lot of sympathy towards him. Um, yeah, it was a very difficult situation that they were both in where I think Atreus has a very like sympathetic story of Kratos is extremely controlling, obviously, and only with the best intentions, truly. Sometimes yeah. a, a little you know, coming on a little too strong with, like, how he's handling it. Um, but it makes it for a very complicated situation for Atreus because he's dealing with having to keep secrets, essentially, for the first time. Um, and what is mostly a duo, mostly a pair, which is really cool. Um, and some of the best moments come from when those two are at odds. There are two moments in particular. The first one is when... I forget exactly what's happening... It's when he runs away the first time. 
Yeah, I believe it's when he's coming back from Freya's in Midgard. And you've just gone away with Atreus for the first time. And then I'm pretty sure this is when it is. You go towards the fucking portal door and you go to click on it and Kratos just fucking walks through it, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. I was oh dying. God. I was like, that this was fucking so badass, dude. So rad. So rad. The way in like the camera angle, you kind of see it from like Atreus's perspective. So like the camera pans around his shoulder and it's very much like looking up at fucking Kratos and Kratos walks in like mom says it's my turn on the fucking Xbox. Like, yeah, yep. <laughs> so sick. Um, the and other there's, one, there's, oh, go. you go, you go, you go. I was going to say, I'm going on to a different subject, so continue. Oh, the other one was where Atreus was running away and Kratos was back That's towards where I was the house. Yeah. And Kratos, you see him and Kratos is like post up. He's like, boy. Oh, the <laughs> fucking like, boy ah! drop. The long awaited boy drop. I love it for boy. so many reasons. I mean, obviously it plays on like what so many people the think of when they play the original God of War 2018. And it's true. Like he's not a boy anymore. But in that moment where he's like acting childish and being selfish and Kratos just has to call him out on his shit. It works on so many levels for him to fucking finally yell out, boy, it oh, slaps. Yeah. It fucking slaps. Uh. Oh, Dang. I loved it. So good. And like literally everything Kratos does in this game is to like protect his son. Yeah, he yeah, does yeah. not care about anything else. No. Um, no. Even at his son's like expense to to care about yeah, him. Yeah. Truly. Um I thought it was really cool like I there there was a there was a I wouldn't say a sudden change, but there was a change as it progressed where like Kratos was like, well, if this is what's going to happen, this is what's going to happen. I got to prepare for it. Um, so he went from being like, I refuse to fight to like, I will kill anything in my path to save yeah, my son. Yeah, it's fucking great. And uh -huh. he resigns himself to it too. Like I thought these days were behind me. And yeah. for the right reasons, they're fucking not. Yeah. Which is bad. Um, there was... Well, when you went to go see the Norns, which I know you said it was kind of a snooze for you. Yeah, um, I love that. I I like the Norns because I don't have the exact dialogue and I don't really remember it very well because it's been a couple of days. But they were talking about uh, performances and like second and third acts and trying mm. to make sure that the second act like properly sets up and delivers on the third act, um, yeah. which I, I took as like meta storytelling a bit right. on the game. Um yeah, uh, and there were certain different different things like that. Um, what else? Before we get into the final battle stuff. Oh, I got so much more. Battle, I have so much more. I took fucking. I took a okay. couple notes of like. Good. I I got some. I got some pluses and minuses here. Um, I think this is this game is like. I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to the Easy Allies podcast, and Huber, one of the guys on there, was talking about how hard it is to review games that are like so close to perfect where you stop thinking about like like when you rate a game like a 9.5 you're not so much writing about like the 9.5 you're writing about the 0.5 you're writing you're nitpicking it at that point you know what i mean like you're so close to perfect and for me this game is a 10 even with its shortcomings but there were like a couple things that happened like this is a slightly buggier experience than god of war 2018 for me I don't remember having many like graphical like pop-in issues or anything like that, but there were times where things would glitch around or someone would be standing in my way. Um, there was a scene with Thor. 
I think it was the scene where Thor's super drunk, and he's uh, for some reason hanging off of somebody. Maybe it's I don't know who it is. Uh, I think it's Atreus. I think he's walking with Atreus and kind of like hunched over him, and he's got that fucking wound in his gut from. Kratos yeah, in the from, first fight and that fucking yeah. wound was like glitching out the entire time where it's like the whole oh, wow. scene all I could look at was this like disgusting bloody wound that was like like gyrating every time he fucking walked it really really threw me off um I just have like a couple like random thoughts that are I'm just gonna run down some of these like pluses and minuses here um oh, quick quick while I'm thinking about it yeah of course um just freestyle the first, the first fight with Thor where you die and he says, oh, oh no, it's not over oh. yet. And he brings you back to life. And it plays life. you with the like, fucking game over screen, too. Yes, I was like, oh, I failed that? Are you kidding yeah. me? And you then I started game... seeing videos of where everybody got that. I was like, I thought so. That's so yeah, good. It's so fucking awesome. There's another game that does that better, if you ask me. Um, I don't think I'd experienced it before. I'm sure I've experienced it before then. Kingdom Hearts 3 has a moment like that that's really, really good as well. Uh, that has like a fake out death scene where it looks like your standard like oh you lost all your life hit retry continue from this point but it's actually part of the cutscene um gotcha. really really good but uh, i love that um so some more like pluses and minuses the feeling of the dual sense when you're traveling on ice in this game is so good it's great <laughs> yeah DualSense and then great. speaking of the dual sense i think it was four days ago i don't remember exactly what it was it was on the exact two-year anniversary of the PlayStation 5, which yeah. we could look up what the exact day is. But I remember reading it was the anniversary because later that night, finally, my launch dual sense got stick drift while I was playing fucking God of War Ragnarok. Oh, I want to say it <laughs> yeah. was November 12th or something. That might be right. That might be right. But it was during one of my long sessions of Ragnarok. And I was like, what the uh, fuck? I'm not moving right now. And Kratos is just like ever so slightly fucking <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> There's a lot of sprinting in this game, man. That's all. Yeah, there is. A lot of fucking smashing in my control sticks. So yeah. I'm going to get a new controller. Oh, Sucks. have you... I, I actually have one with stick drift as well. Um, but ha did you have problems where like you'd be in a fight and you'd go to sprint towards an enemy, but they would have like the finisher button on top of their head, so you would accidentally start Spartan Rage? Um, I, I no, accidentally started Spart Spartan Rage multiple times because I sprint around the battlefields going as fast as I can. Um, yeah. Um, what else you got? Oh, actually, I didn't love I didn't love again. a couple of the puzzle solving mechanics. Um, one move in particular I really found redundant through the entire thing, and I just didn't love it. And that was the purple was the purple arrow where you had shoot to build purple the, arrow, build the, the bubble, them. chain the bubble. I felt like it was finicky, and the perspective was always like tough to manage. I feel like I yeah. spent half my time just trying to line up these stupid purple things for them not to work or not be in range. It was just kind of annoying, yeah. and it also just felt redundant, even like. The simple ones were even more frustrating than the puzzly ones, where, like, sometimes the puzzle is okay. It's fun to figure out where to shoot the arrows to get it to a place where you can actually use the pump. Where I found it the most annoying was, like, all there is, is just, like, a fucking different type of sticks are blocking my way, and I can't yeah. just pump the fucking flame into it. I have to pump the purple into it and then the flame. I'm like, just let me fucking clear this shit out of my way. Just, just a little yeah. annoyance there. 
Um, Which a lot of that is like just for the Metroidvania aspect to keep you from being able to go there for a certain amount of time. Oh, that makes sense. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Repeat. Repeat visits. Um, um I took my... Uh, I'm gonna jump too far to the end. I feel like I'm kind of trying to save. Like, I have a lot of thoughts on like the final two hours of the game, so I want to sort of yeah, get through like these like opening, um, like the everything yeah, up so until then. My bug experience: I had two bugs the entire game. Mm-hmm. One of them was a visual one near the end of the game where Freya was in a cutscene and her bowstring was just kind of floating over her shoulder, even though her bow mm. wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Not that big of a deal, I guess. Um. And then my second one actually happened today, which I'm currently like 100%ing the game, going around sure. trying to finish things up. And I was throwing the drop near spear, uh, and it wouldn't throw a spear. It, he would like make the motion, and it would make a sound, oh, weird. but no spear would go. So I had to uh, reload a checkpoint, and everything was fine. Uh, but it was very odd. Um, How about your then, compass? How's your compass holding up? Uh, the compass sucks in like open world areas. Yeah, the compass fucking uh, sucks in general. Yeah, but for me. if you. Well, if you're in, like, a normal area, you kind of have to look at the compass like it's, it's like plotting you a course. The compass doesn't point, like, if the po- direction is north that you're headed overall, but the path loops it south and then goes path. around north, yeah. it's going to point you to the path. Um, yep. But, but then, I feel uh, like most of the times I didn't really need that. Like, the game does a pretty good job of guiding you through, like, Uncharted style oh, of, like, yeah. where you should be going. Yeah. But it was like those open worlds when I was just like traveling around in like a fucking boat or on a sled where I'm like, where the fuck am I going? And yeah. the fucking compass is on the top like a fucking Davy Jones's Schizo. thing. Yeah. Fucking do, 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 I just bouncing I, left, right. I would look at I would look at the cardinal directions at that point. Um, so but there was you're, there you're, was... A to- you're a total fucking Plague Tale player. <laughs> Very smart. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Intellectual. Um... <laughs> Oh god, I've forgotten. Uh, oh, one one of the things that I thought was really touching in the game was when Brock and Kratos went to the forge to make the drop near spear. Mm. Um, and at this point, you had already found out from Sindri that Brock didn't have his entire soul; he only had three quarters. Sure. Uh, so Br- Brock was super excited to go meet this like mermaid goddess, whatever. And the mermaid um, fucking snubs him, dude. It didn't even pay attention to him because he didn't have all of his soul because it yeah. communicates with the soul and not like the person. Uh, and Kratos had like a great big speech about like it's your form or it's your it's your spirit, not your form or something like that. Right. Um, it was very. I, I thought it was very touching. Yeah, it was um, good. And then like he asked him for a blessing and everything. Uh, there was something else specifically that I'm I'm forgetting right now. I really liked. Uh, um. Another another part that was awesome for me. Oh, that mermaid was also fucking spoiled in the uh, thing. As soon as that yeah, as I, soon as that forge started dropping into the water, I was like, oh, this is the mermaid. This is the fucking. I do not scene. remember the mermaid. Um, the mermaid. So I got two. I got two more pluses basically, and then I'm pretty much ready for like end game stuff. Everything from like crack of the world or whatever the fuck it's called, spark of the spark of the world on. Um, All right. When shit all goes south. Eh. Yeah, that's before Spark of the World. It is? Yeah. Alright, well before that, uh, first time I actually cried in this game was 
you're leaving what's the snowy world called uh Niflheim Niflheim you're leaving Niflheim and Atreus and Kratos have finally reunited they just did all this stuff with Fenrir I think and oh no they tra- Helheim. Helheim 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 is where you fight Gorm yes or and they're about Gorm. to leave and you're about to go back to Sindri's and Kratos says like stop and they fucking have like a pretty open conversation it's where they it's where they make their promise to each other basically like yeah. the catalyst for like the ending of the game but um yeah. talks about how he like drove atreus away and fucking like apologizes and all that shit is so fucking good and mm-hmm. atreus being like as concerned for kratos as kratos is for atreus is so fucking good dude it's like the two performances from these characters in this video game are unlike anything else that I've ever seen. Like, I think the closest you could come is Last of Us 2, but I think blows that story out of the water, and the performances blow that story out of the water as well. Because these dudes are firing on all cylinders. It's the most that I've yeah. felt like I'm watching a movie performance in a video game in my life. And one of these dudes is like a gray man with a red stripe on his face. Yeah. <laughs> still, still so fucking touching and so well put together. Uh, absolutely fucking awesome moment. Um... There, there's a moment where they like run to each other for a hug, yeah. um, which was like, oh, I guess it's something about seeing a character like Kratos that is so like big and tough, like yeah. show like he has emotions and he cares. Yeah, there's for a couple things. of those like affection moments where like Kratos kind of like reluctantly hugs him and then like puts his hands off and then Atreus is still Go hugging back, him yeah. and he goes back in to embrace him. Um, yeah. Skipping, skipping ahead a little bit. There's the moment where he's telling the story so that Atreus can sleep in the tent where he mm. puts his hand on him, uh, which is really, really mm. nice. Um, my last moment, like before, I guess we, I guess we can talk about Brock in a second, but um, just a real quick thought on Atreus when they fucking go back and Atreus wants to take his mind off of it to hunt. And yeah, we get that fucking line. What are we hunting? Deer. Which way? In the direction of deer. Yeah. It's so fucking oh. good for Atreus to drop that line from the opening of 2018 that Kratos says is fucking yeah. perfect. And he says it's a Mimir. Oh, I loved it. Um, how did the whole tear Brock thing, Odin thing hit for you? Oh, we haven't talked about Odin at all. Yeah, Odin's performance, 10 out so, of 10. So good, dude. I- Played Odin like a fucking like, mob boss, like a, like a yeah. so so calm and collected that it's scary. It's such a fucking nice touch. It's such a great I, video game villain that's not done very often. That's what I was saying. Whenever, uh, whenever we did that thing recently talking about like best video game villain, uh, my option was my pick was like I think the Contessa from Sly, and I literally said it's because like there aren't that many good video game villains, but like mm. Odin exists, would be okay. that. Odin would be there. Um, I believe. Yeah, Odin. Was I, I think. So I think a top ten video game villain, no doubt. Yeah, and just played so fucking cool too. And like, you can tell his intentions are bad, but there's like moments where like you can put yourself in Atreus's shoes and understand where it's like the guy doesn't seem that bad. He's got maybe ill intentions, but he's going about it in a way where it's like very interesting. And it's obviously like, we don't know exactly what's at play. He's really. He's playing fucking chess while everyone else is playing checkers for the entire game with the big tier reveal. Yeah. But um, oh my goodness, yeah. still still pretty um, impressive. What one more thing before we go into the end game, which is just kind of considered end game too, I think. Um, but so in Asgard, you are playing as Atreus and you mm. are going on trips for Odin to repair this mask. Sure. 
to see into the the rift what do you think was inside that rift i think it's just one of those like all-knowing fucking things because the the rift looked like like the rifts that fenrir fenrir would tear to go to different realms so is there a 10th realm in this universe is there i don't think it's anything like that i think it's more of like a conceptual like yeah. creation of all things type of unknowable knowledge type of thing. I don't I don't know I don't think there's anything to really read into as far as like what is the rift as much as it's just like the embodiment of like unlimited power type of thing. Yeah. Like a pretty standard like villain villain wants to know all the stuff and that's like what kills him is his quest for like unlimited knowledge that you really don't need. It was his hunger for more that ended up being his like undoing, but I don't think there's any any like crazy like MacGuffin or anything like that hidden inside there. Yeah. Um. Uh, um. Brock, do you want to start at Brock's death now? Yeah, I guess so. Tear tear reveal, which yeah. was pretty. I don't know. I don't I think I liked it as much as you did. I did because it makes me think of what. What little things did I miss that Tyr has said before, right? Like Tyr earlier in the game, he called, he called uh, Atreus champ, which mm. starts the the collapse into Atreus running away, right? Um, so I'm curious what other little things Tyr said or what yeah, other paths right. he put them on. And Kratos uh, calls him out a little bit, and Tyr is like apologetic about it as well, mm-hmm. but he's planting those seeds of of like doubt and like yeah uh yeah it is um which and then the the, brock Brock putting it together is so satisfying too i know dude brock's brock's my favorite character brock was so the way that brock talks is so fucking good it's so good there was one scene i don't remember what it was it was after Oh, it, okay. I remember now. It was after Ironwood. When you get back from Ironwood, you fight Freya. Mm. You fight Freya as a Valkyrie at, at your home. And then there's a cutscene right after that fight, and you're like all chilling. And Brock just pokes his head up between the two of you in the cutscene and says something. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I died laughing, dude. Yeah. I laughed for like a solid like two minutes from that. It's he's um, really good. And I think the way that he just talks, like his dialogue, like always hits for me. I really enjoy like I I can't think of like an exact quote, but like I know from like twenty eighteen the one that I always think of is when he recognizes the fucking Leviathan X right after you meet Brock and he's just like he's like, I'm the feller what made her. Like just the way that he talks is so fucking funny to me. I, and obviously the most vulgar character as well, which always resonates with me. Absolutely. Um uh, there was one specifically, uh F Knuckle. I don't sound I don't say it, but Fuck uh, Uncle, I got you, buddy. I, I think it's hilarious. He's so, so funny. Um, and then he died because he pieced it all together in tear. Um, yeah. Because tear tear was like, oh, I gotta. All right, let's. I've got a way into Asgard. I've got a back way. Let's uh, l- let's go gear up. I'll be right back. I'm gonna, secret way. Yeah. He's yeah. Out I'm gonna, bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab my things out of my room, and Brock's like, "Things ain't, ain't welding no things. together right." Yeah, <laughs> it's so, so good. It's uh, so, so good. sad. It's such a unfortunate. It's very like um, Harry Potter spoilers coming up. Uh, like Dobby, 
dying like it's like the the most innocent like the nicest kindest person yeah. like the one that everyone likes the most getting killed is a little bit tropey but it always fucking works like it makes yeah. you feel so bad so bad yeah yeah it was brock was awesome. definitely my favorite character and then when he died i was like oh not brock which of mm. course brock was like my favorite supporting character he's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's um, like kratos I will say they did feel it felt like more of an, an ensemble in this game than the previous one. Yeah, last one it was Kratos and Atreus. This one it was Kratos and Atreus and and uh, Brock, Sindri, Freya, God, Brock, Sindri, Freya, Tyr, Freyr, 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 Freyr. Yeah, it felt like a whole ensemble um, instead of just supporting cast. What's the fucking sword's name? Ingrid. Yeah. Ingrid. Yep. Um, um, Thor's daughter, what's her name? Thor- Thrude? Thrude Thor's Thrude. daughter? Yeah. That's <laughs> Thor's daughter. That's Thrude, right. Thrude, Thor's, Thor's daughter. Uh, Angriboda, yeah. Impressively large cast. Um, yeah. What's his name? The fucking pig. The hog. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Freya's, Freya's hog from the fucking the boar. Oh, uh, Hilda's Vini. Hilda's Vini, yeah, of course. How could I forget Hilda's Vini? Yeah, Hilda's Vini, bro. <laughs> I um, think that was a cool little touch too. Um, let's talk about like those last few hours. So Muspelheim meeting, what's his name, Surter? Surter, yeah, which, meeting Surter. Dude, I never want to see anybody hold open their chest wound the way that he did it. He'd fucking like <laughs> hold it open for me, baby. <laughs> Just fucking. <laughs> Get over there and it, it wasn't even real. Bust it, it open fake. for me, Surter. <laughs> so yeah, fucking nasty, bro. So Which, nasty. I at that point I was afraid that everything was Odin, right? Like oh, I didn't, I didn't I even think that. that I didn't even. It, think it that was, was a little really weird. Surter. He was. That was like actually a weird thing. Now that I think about it in retrospect, like the Surter stuff was all a little like fast and strange, and it was tough to follow his thought process and like the reason why he was like he was like I'm not doing it I love my wife alright fuck it you can have me but not my wife but also my wife is coming anyway because she's inside my heart and you can just kill me and then I'll help you end the world but I'm not coming but I am yeah and I think that about sums up the Surger stuff also I'm gonna hold my wound open it, it does it does and I think that's why I was I think that was the goal there was to make you nervous that maybe odin has his hands in more places than you previously thought because like surter's chest wound like surter's <laughs> chest wound yes um it's like tear was bad the whole time we didn't know it so maybe surter could be bad he could be just setting us up um so then directly after we make surter into uh ragnarok uh we have the double valkyrie fight which wasn't that bad it was it was not as hard as most valkyrie fights in the first game no, I took my first PlayStation 5 screenshot in two years when Atreus went fucking bear form and they both did the finish on the Valkyries at the same oh, time, dude. dude where Atreus so fucking cool. rips them apart and Kratos does the fucking neck snap. Yeah. And I fucking, I was like, I know what this button does. I've been waiting to press it for two years. I've never had a fucking reason. And I hit that. Oh, yep. what a dude, moment, that, dude. So fucking one... badass. That one, and whenever you do the finisher on Odin for the last time, when it's Freya, Atreus, and Kratos all going ham, like yeah, the choreography dude. there is so good. It is yep. so good. Yep. Um, 
So and after then, that, you yeah. roll to the Temple of Tear. Yes. And so after you that, have that moment, you... which a, a little bit lost on me was the relationship between lead Valkyrie and Mimir. But I guess that's old girl or something like that. Yeah, they were lovers. Um, yeah, okay. And they spent time together that night. And then um, which my second, my say... second and final big cry. <laughs> the um... fucking, that fucking scene with Faye. When they when he flashes back mm. one last time, and talks about like her impending death, where they're doing the, it's where they're doing the trees together, I believe. Is it that scene? Is that the scene where they're doing the trees? Yeah, I think it is. I, I believe so. Yeah. Um. Just a fucking nightmare scenario, talking about yeah. like each of their individual mortalities with Kratos's being like in question still but nonetheless like an issue and the fucking obviously knowing that she's like about to die like very very soon like within the next I don't know what the timeline is there exactly but probably within the next year is not going to be there anymore talks about her wishes for Atreus and what Kratos should be doing and then the fucking quote dude you got a quote from there do you know it no, give it to me. I don't know if it's, like, popular. It's got to be something from, like... I'm sure this quote exists in, like, literature somewhere else, or it's, like, a Norse thing or something. But the culmination of love is grief is yes, so yes. fucking good, dude. Oh, yeah. my God. So yeah. fucking good. Like, and, and so it's, well it's, written. Uh, and, like, to, it's, it's to incredible. To love fully is to have grieved deeply. Yeah, dude. Um, Absolutely To insane. grieve deeply is to have loved fully. Yeah. Yeah. And and then in that in that section there, she's also talking to Kratos about how he needs to open his heart. Mm -hmm. Um which then plays into once you get a little further into the climax where uh Atreus sees innocent people being hurt by, yeah. you know, the Avengers assembling and he's like he's like walking around, he's like, Close your heart to it, close your heart to it, because that's what Kratos hold, Kratos always wrong. told him. Yeah. And oh. Kratos just says, I was wrong. No, don't yeah. do that. Open your heart. We're here That's because of your choices. Different. It's so yeah. fucking good. Maybe I did cry there too. I don't know. That whole last thing was like a mix of like super emotional, but also like super fucking badass. Dude, all mm -hmm. of like the general Kratos shit, like I will be your general. And then yep. the fucking hype up, pump up speech walking into the fucking light was so yeah. insane, oh, that was bro. So good. Oh the my fucking God. Was it was great. so sick. It was like, when he was giving the pump-up speech, it was almost like a little bit underwhelming. It was very much like trying to be... I, I really equate this to like the Avengers quite a bit. But like, it's a little bit like Iron Man, but he's just talking to like some randos. Like Freya and Atreus are also like well, a big deal. But then it's like, uh, okay, like head Valkyrie and like Freya's brother we met a few hours ago. Like the cast is like, eh, it's only okay. But when you which, get there, there's so many other things at play that make it all like worthwhile where you're kind of getting your like end game resolution. Yeah. You get your world this, serpent showing up. You get angry Boda and Fenrir showing up. Yeah. The Avengers do assemble at the end game. Uh, this game really depends on you. It, it, it assumes that you 100% in 2018, uh, because yeah. it talks a lot about uh, finishing all, all the Valkyries, Valkyries. Yeah. which that Sigrun, um, the one that was friend with was lovers with, uh, yeah. with she lead, was the Valkyrie, Valkyrie queen, right? Yeah, uh, and then it talks a lot about finishing the the Crucible and Musilfime, um and stuff like that. So then, like that speech is a little bit more powerful there if you did do that. But sure, 
I think it really got me. I don't know why, but like when all the doors started lighting up, um, yeah, going so the sick. Room. Going around the fucking room was so sick, dude. It's yeah. so intense, and the music is building to this climax. And I just yep. I can't remember a a, a game that climax like this like it really did feel like a movie climax like in the, in the lengthy one and that's why i think yeah. avengers endgame comes to mind where like i know that that's not like certified fucking kino or anything like that like it's not the highest brow movie making of all time and you know nor is this story i think this story is like very much like a popcorn type of movie that's playing out in front of us but it it's, it hits the gas and then doesn't take its fucking foot off the pedal it pauses yeah. briefly for emotional like scenes that progress the final act through but the way that the whole fight is like scored and the way that you're making your way around so many video games front load their game where they're like most people are going to hop in here and play the opening hours what we really want to do is hook them and i'm not saying that the opening hours of god of war ragnarok are not impressive but this game oh, saved the they best are. for last they are very they, impressive but they are absolutely the but they're not movie. as impressive as the, the mm -hmm. ending the last two hours of this game are the most impressive video game hours I've ever played in a video game. They yeah. are absolutely immaculate. It's how you fucking stick a landing. And you know what else is like beautiful about it? We're going to skip ahead just a little bit. Is like when you really think of like the ending as like its full thing. I think there was a lot of hype behind like this is the culmination of the Norse duology. They were like it's not a trilogy like this is it. This is the, it's God yeah. of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok and that's your two that's your two Norse mythology God of War games. And I think yeah. a lot of people including myself were expecting some sort of like I don't know, expecting like Kratos to die or Atreus to die or some sort of big uh -huh. twist or some sort of big culmination. I had it in my head that maybe like somewhere towards the end of this game we're going to leave Norse mythology and enter into the next mythology or something along mm -hmm. those lines, some sort of tease there. And instead it had actually like a pretty mum ending like a pretty a pretty just like straightforward we beat the bad guys life continues we're going our separate ways there's no big twist there's no no crazy fanfare or anything like that yeah it was almost a it's a very subtle take on the story but it makes it feel like a complete journey nonetheless like it's it is so yeah. good that they didn't have to go crazy like that i feel like they closed the book Right, like they could always open it back up, but I feel like they closed it for now. Yeah, um, yeah. At least on Kratos, because, um, well, I don't want to get too far into the weeds at the, of the end yet. Um, we'll get there. But yeah, yeah. I think uh, looping looping back around. Mm -hmm. Um, first off, I just want to let you know how old do you think Kratos is? Fifty six. Um, he's about one thousand twenty years old. Um, but right. because well, uh, there yeah, is, I mean, but he's played like about in his a, late fifties. There's about a thousand years between the destruction of Sparta and Fimblewinter. Um, yeah. So the destruction of Sparta sense. was was at the end of yeah. Because I mean, he's like immortal-ish. Yeah, he's a god, so um, mm -hmm. he doesn't age like normal people. Uh, but anyways, so the climax starts. Kratos has his speech. You all flood through the portal into as oh god my asgard i, I yeah, almost right. forgot what it was called um you flood into asgard and you look around and you see all the gates of all the different realms and how odin has them all booby trapped and you're like oh we gotta fix this before they kill everyone so you're working your way through trying to stop the booby traps and the gates are just going up like one goes up and it's like okay well now ragnarok's locked out another one goes up and you're like 
Okay, well, there go uh, no more elf reinforcements. Um, and then uh, the army of the dead from, from Helheim, their ship gets blown up. And you're like, well, at least they were dead already. Um, so you move on. And then that is where Atreus finally sees um, the innocents getting hurt. And mm. Kratos says, we follow your path now. Yeah. Um, it is also we're, we're skipping where... Mm. Atreus bear transformation that you finally get to fucking control. Oh yes, that's true. Well, so that was badass. that was right there. That was when Sindri was getting pinned down. Because um, you meet oh, up yeah, with you're Sindri. Right. You're right. And Sindri is worn down. Dude, like, Sindri's like fallen a germaphobe. Sindri. <laughs> fallen Sindri, li- li- literally, because he's a germaphobe and he's always got everything super special, everything perfect. He's pissed. He is broken. He's he's dirty. dirty. There's blood all over him. His clothes are ripped. eyes are bloodshot. It's fucked up. Just Sindri's broken. He's a broken man. Um, And uh, so you save him by turning into your bear form, which you can control. Which is such Um, a badass thing to have as just like a two-minute section. Yeah. I think from like a development and like programming standpoint, that's impressive. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I I think it is. Yeah. and then you work your way, you break the wall, you mm. break the wall of Asgard down, and you work your way into Asgard where you meet Thor. Mm-hmm. So you fight Thor again, and at the end, Thor is like, there's no changing us, we're destroyers. And Kratos yeah. puts up his axe, and he says, not anymore, or something we along those lines. For it, was, our it was very, yeah. We must He's be like, better. For our children, we must be better for our children. Yeah. And it like clicks with Thor. He's like, "You're right." Like, we don't just have in time to be like for this. Odin to fucking cap him. In just front... in time for Odin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In front of his wife and daughter. Yeah. Or was it just his daughter? I think just his daughter. Yeah, it was just his daughter. And then Odin smacks Thor's daughter with Mjolnir, and she just goes flying. I was like, "Oh yeah. well, she's, yeah, she's yeah. dead too." Not your story. No. Yeah. Um. So you 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 give more exposition now because I'm trying to look up a quote. Uh, I mean, honestly, such a fucking incredible scene. I love that there's a little bit of Thor redemption right at the end before he's unceremoniously capped. Um, I think that all in all, once you get to that fight with Thor, the game at this point, even if it ended with a Thor fight, has a better... The the climax of God of War 2018 is unimpressive. You're fighting Balder again, and it's not as impressive even as the first Balder fight. It's just fighting Balder again in a smaller arena in three phases actually well, i like... disagree with that there's like really? the giant you remember the giant yeah the giant has already crashed onto the ground but like all of that leading up like i guess i mean the, cli- the climax of this game is better but like i, I mean don't yeah think the but there's 2018 that, that, bad. i don't think that giant thing really counts as like the climax because the giant is killed like hours before that you have to go into the world serpent and do like a bunch of puzzle solving and platforming like there's like a whole level before that then when you come out you get barfed out of the ser- the world serpent's mouth and then it's fight time with balder i'll be honest i don't I, I haven't played god of war 2018 i just since i just played 2018's so. finale uh, a month ago i just so it's i just fresh. remember liking it better than that yeah it was all right it's got nothing on this this, was a good, this was a good this was a good one Very yeah good. um but yeah really yes. really fucking good you have your quote 
Uh, no, I couldn't find it. There's That's surprisingly right. enough, there's not many quotes out right now because I guess not that many people have finished this game. Well, it's less than a, it's been um, six days. We're just fucking absolute gamers, bro. I, know. I finished there's, Sonic Frontiers and God of War. There's lots of uh, videos and stuff. It just keeps pulling up stuff between Thor and Kratos at the end of 2018. So, Thor and Kratos. Uh, Odin fight takes place. Odin Loki, fight was good. Atreus declares himself Atreus and not Loki. You know, breaks the fucking mask, which is pretty cool. Yep. We kill Odin's bitch ass. Sindri kills Odin. Takes the last shot, Sindri, which is awesome. Yes. Uh, that he pretty deserved cool. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well earned. And then we move on to the epilogue, basically. Atreus gets knocked out, and you wake up as Atreus. And I was so surprised, man. I thought this was going to be some sort of fake-out, and this is where, like, your ending starts, and it's very straightforward. It's, like, a little bit of, like, a tour. How's everybody doing? Check out the aftermath. A couple cool conversations with different individuals. You get to spend some time with Sif and... I can't Anger, remember her or name. Not Anger, but for the <laughs> fucking life of me, this entire Throod. Um, you know, you see Mir, you get to talk to everybody, and then Kratos is there after you talk to Angraboda. And then they have their conversation where Atreus has to go out on his own, but not before Kratos looks at the backside of the fucking prophecy. And what does mm -hmm. he see, Colin? He sees people worship, worshiping him for being good. Mm -hmm. And that like breaks him. He starts to cry there. Yeah. Um. Because it's not, he's always, it's not over, man. It, it's because there's I two more games, it, baby. I, <laughs> at I least because it is over. Um. No, Kratos, I don't think so. I don't think so. I hope it's not. I read I that completely differently. No, I read it as Kratos is good, and people realize that now, and now he no. can finally rest. No, I think he has to be the hero of the land again. Okay. I think he needs to earn that shrine in the eyes of the people. I think that there's a small minority that understand it, but I think that's a prophecy of like a different society of people that he needs to go. I read it as like, they've been very straightforward. We've done Greek mythology. We have done Norse mythology. There I think Egyptian that there is a, stuff. I think there is a third pillar to go figure out probably Egyptian. I think you're right where he needs to go and lead once again and really solidify himself in the eyes of the people to become, I mean, a god I'm, that is treasured. It's like what Odin was saying. Do you know what it's like to experience to be, love like that? Yeah. To be worshipped? To be prayed I, to? I would be totally down for that. Um, That's what I feel like I it just, was teasing. I feel like that was the only tease for a sequel. And it was extremely light. But it seemed impactful. It seemed like what he saw is that there's more to his story. I think that in Kratos' head, he was going to fulfill that prophecy and die for Atreus. So that yeah. Loki could bring the end to Ragnarok. And when that doesn't end up the case, he has a brief moment of what's next. He sees that thing, and now he knows what it is. And he's happy that it's good. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, how I read into it. I'm not sure. Again, we're recording this early. Like, it. I don't have uh, opinions from the internet to look in on right now. Like, I'm freestyling this. I mean, one of us is probably going to sound like a fucking asshole at the end of this thing months later when everyone has their spoiler thoughts up. But, I don't know. See, I read into it as this is this is the end of Kratos. Oh, no. This is like this is him cementing himself as being good and then uh I thought the tease was I thought the tease was Atreus going off on his own. Doing his own thing. I, I think thought, it's two separate things. I think that the, I think that there's two games 
two separate stories, and I think that they will intertwine. I think that Kratos will be in Atreus' game, and I think that Atreus will be in the next God of War. But I think that Atreus is going to get his own. I, my guess is that 10 years from now, 15 years from now, there are probably two more God of Wars and a God of War game spin-off type thing starring Atreus. I think there's two more Kratos games coming, and I think that there's an Atreus something spin-off coming. They might be the I mean, same I, game. I they be, might be separate storylines. I'd be more than happy for that. Like, I want more yeah. of this. We don't kill um, cash cows around here. No doubt. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Which right now, currently... Uh, Soap and Ghost make it out, baby. <laughs> currently, Santa Monica <laughs> is working on a new IP, evidently. Yeah, um, I'm sure it so starts Loki. I, what would they call that? <laughs> what, what, what would they call that game? God of God Mischief. Of, yeah, but he's not really God of Mischief. He declared himself Atreus. I don't consider himself Loki anymore. Atreus of War. Atreus of War. I feel like he wouldn't be a God, God of War Atreus like, would be fine as a subtitle God, too. God of Friendship or something. They could call it whatever they fucking wanted. As long as they put him on the cover, I feel like he's iconic at this point. That's very true. Um, I... I'm I'm watching the ending right now. I have it pulled up, and I'm trying to see if there's anything like um, art wise. Which I oh, really man. loved the so after you see that, and then Atreus has his little words with Angry Boda, which I fucking love. The we'll call it romance between those two. Yeah, right? yeah, I'd call it that. Yeah. Um, it really makes you look at like Atreus in a different light. He's not like the kid that he was anymore. And that last conversation with those two kind of like being jovial around each other and then him telling her that he has to go as well. And then just like kind of climbing up on his own after giving the fucking nod to his yeah. dad is so fucking good. And then Angrabota takes off in your solo and you start making your way down the mountain and the fucking credits start rolling. Which is yep. so sick. So sick. Um, all the way down, and then you fucking find your way to Freya and God of War Ragnarok. And you, your side That's questing. Yeah, um, actually, did you get the, uh, the hard black screen credits? So yeah, I did do the one thing. When they said that there was a funeral for Brock, I did yeah. do that. Um, That's how you get hard black screen credits. Which was interesting that... I like I liked it. I liked it. Um I think it's the right way to do it too. Where like you're definitely got your full ending there, but having that extra send off for Brock was so fucking good where essentially you go back to Svartalfheim. Svartalfheim? Svartalfheim? I think I said it right. Svartalfheim? No, you're saying it fine. I'm just <laughs> pretending like you're saying it in some way different. All right. Um and you meet up with all the dwarves including the guy that plays the music who is Bear McCreary. Bear McCreary. Right? Yeah, correct. He's the he's the composer of everything. He's a composer. Mhm. He's a very impressive man. Um and you end up having a viking funeral for Brock, which involves a brief glimpse of fallen Sindri, and I love oh. I love that a lesser game would have Sindri come around and those two bond over their broken friendship. Yep about losing somebody that was important to them. Yeah, he'd but, be like, oh, it's okay. It's not your fault. I know but... you lost someone too. No, no, yeah. no. Fallen Sindri is fucking pissed and he's holding a he's grudge. mad. So mad. His speech where he broke and he's like, I've given everything. Oh my God, dude. Oh, so good. Yeah, it really is so good. And then Mimir, dude. A hole. A, a hole. hole. 
What gets bigger what, the more that you take away? That's what Brock left. He left a hole, man. You got anything else to add? I feel like we nailed it. I feel like we nailed our spoiler um, conversation. I think that went great. I, I am watching the end right now, and I'm watching him look at the the like prophecy. It's super sad. You can see him crying. Makes me yeah. hurt. Um, and I think I think you're right because Mamir says, "What did you see back there, brother?" And Kratos says, "A path." Yeah, yeah, man. So I think there's more. I think there's more story to tell. Kratos is going to be. There, he's going to end that shit, beloved. Gonna lead the people. Yeah, a path. All right, man. This is a game list. I'm Jake, aka Jake Twitchin, on all platforms, crushing it on social media. Colleen over here, aka Colin. Colleen underscore on all platforms. We are game list show on all platforms. Primarily, your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Yeah. What's hmm. your what do we what do we end with? We gotta say something cool. Uh. All me and my homies hate Odin. Oh. Fimbowinta. 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 Uh no, no, no. We'll do our usual plugs. Uh, uh thank you guys for watching. If you made it this far, appreciate it. Likes and subs go a long way. Leave a comment if we got something wrong. Helps us out a fucking ton. Um yeah, if you're already what subscribed details, to us. What details did you guys see that we did not? Because I yeah. know I miss so much. Oh, absolutely. We had a hour-long conversation about a game that was 25 oh, hours long. Can I just long, say, I, I keep having thoughts pop up. This game felt expensive. Like, yeah, it, it did. felt like it quadruple should be Quadruple A, bro. It's not triple A anymore. Sony like, quadruple A. Literally. The best. It just felt like money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for watching. Thank Press you, guys. Bye. Bye.